Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric Lindquist, joined with my Valentine Rin Pack as we break down the Tuesday six-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, Rin Pack, don't ever leave me again. Uh, I, I don't know if I can deal with this. I, I felt so alone. Uh, it's nice to have you back. Uh, hope you're doing well. And uh, how you doing today? It's going all right. Um, just a uh, personal mistake of me not being actively around my computer before the Embiid news is probably going to cost me quite a bit. I had a good feel on the slate going into it. Um, I was counting on potentially uh, Rashawn Holmes and Bagley missing. I was excited to play some of the uh, Sacramento front, front court, but we only got one of them ruled out. But the real uh, miss was not being around for Embiid. It's just a miss on my hat, but hey, it's why it's daily. We try to move on to the next day. I'm not going to gloat. I'm not going to gloat. I promise. I promise I'm not going to gloat. Uh, anywho, I, I hope... Terrence Mann and Chetty Osman can get there. Go to the bottom bar and give me emoji form Chetty Osman and Terrence Mann. And I'm hoping that when we get done with this thing, because they just started, they like just got going. Uh, we're, we're recording out here 7.15 on the West Coast. Uh, I am just sweating balls because I think FanDuel could be fun tonight. But uh, before we get going today, get to the bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell. Notification bell, good Lord. So that we can... I'm going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. So you know in this and all the other content at Osmo Goes Live, you're ready to rock, Rin Pack. That's right. It's all a right. six-gamer. Let's do it. So sitting at the top end, uh, we'll go over to DraftKings. Everybody some, seems to love DraftKings so much. I love DraftKings very much, but everybody thinks I, does, I don't. So James Harden, 10,800 up against Phoenix. Uh, obviously, we're not going to have Kevin Durant again. We already got him ruled out. We'll see how he plays tonight, but regardless, I'm going to have interest. I, I really don't care whether he plays well or... Well, actually, no, I want him to play well. That's a lie. Uh, hoping that we can get some James Harden in our lives, uh, but it's it's going to cost even against this Phoenix front court that has been... Or sorry, back court that's been great defense. Defensively, uh, I'm, I'm just going to have interest there. Uh, LeBron James, 10,100 up against Minnesota. He is currently probable, so uh, we all know what that means. That Q tag is basically imaginary. Damian Lillard, 9,700 up against a bad Oklahoma City team. Uh, I'm curious what some of these Oklahoma City pieces are, are going to be in play again because Shea Gilgis-Alexander, once again out. Teo Maladin, I believe I just saw that he got scratched as well, so he's going to be out. Uh, there's going to be a lot of OKC value that exists on that side. Damian Lillard feels 
feels like an easy guy to run it back with. And then uh, Kyrie Irving, who's now the point guard, shooting guard eligible guy over on DraftKings, 9,100, also against Phoenix, also somebody I'll have a bunch of interest in. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Yeah, so the top end of point guard, we got Kyrie, Dame, Drew. Uh, excuse me, Drew is actually out tomorrow. So uh, let me do that again. We got Kyrie, Dame, John Morant, <laughs> Keep CP3, it rolling. Kyle Lowry. So it's a uh, kind of a mid-tier and then a couple studs in Kyrie and Dame. Not in, we don't have those super studs on the point, uh, point guard slate here. And on the bottom, and keep in mind, Monty Morris is questionable. And if he's out, uh, the backcourt situation in Denver might get a little interesting. Um, obviously, they still don't have Gary Harris, but if Monty Morris plays forty one hundred dollars, um, that value on Fanduel definitely sticks out. John Morant seventy one hundred dollars uh, versus New Orleans. I like Morant at seventy one hundred dollars. This ankle injury, uh, part of me thinks he might have came back a little too soon. The flashes of his uh, rookie of the year self haven't been there as much, but it's John Morant. We've seen an upside in him, but that price tag, I like targeting that price tag when it's low, hoping that ankle injury is not lingering him too much. But in terms of the studs, Kyrie and uh, Dame, I mean, obviously Kyrie with no KD. Uh, it's still the ball with Harden. He did say uh, Harden is going to get that shot volume, and we know Dame's going to get that shot volume with the depleted uh, – sorry, not depleted anymore, without CJ McCollum over there in the backcourt. Both make for some uh, fine spend-up options. And, I mean, we can still ride anyone versus Brooklyn. Chris Paul could definitely certainly get there for us. Over there in DraftKings, paying up LeBron James uh, versus Minnesota – uh, we, there's not going to be AD for some time. It's a pretty serious calf strain. They're calling it. Hopefully the Lakers are smart with it. They clearly weren't smart enough as he aggravated it again. Um, not for me to question any of the medical staff, but hopefully Anthony Davis comes back healthy because we know LeBron's going to need him. The Lakers are going to need him for any sort of uh, playoff push out there in the West. Dame Lillard, $9,700 versus OKC. Yeah, great spend up. He, along with Harden, uh, any of those guys can be the highest scoring player on the slate. Uh, John Morant, $7,500. I like that price tag over there. Uh, spending down, I think it's uh, people are probably going to consider a uh, Monty Morris over there, also $4,400. But I think people might go to a Kemba Walker potentially um, in a mid tier and Lonzo Ball. The mid tier is a really interesting uh, price range right now as they take a look at things on DK. Stuff to pinpoint is someone that really stands out. It's, it's like a flurry of. Ja, Kemba, Lonzo. Lonzo's all the way up to $6,700. He's played pretty impressive. It's against Memphis. Um, it's an interesting... I, I'm looking to be, obviously, spending up point guard. The value really doesn't stick out to me over there, on DK especially. Hamadou Diallo, <laughs> 6700 He's kind of the guy that I'm looking at in that price range. Again, we know he's a 1.1 fantasy point per minute guy. I think the rates come down a little bit to like 1.05, but I have no problem getting to a little bit of him there. Uh, I, I like it a lot more than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball's been playing well, but if you look at his fantasy output the last two, it's kind of been garbage. So not somebody that I'm like super excited to be like, be gung-ho on if, if people are actually going to go there. I don't know. I just know that 6200 for Kemba Walker is going to be super popular still, uh, as hurtful as that is. I, I really don't even know what to say about it. I got 6200 just a, a crazy price tag. Somebody, though, I think that should get a lot of a lot of uh, interest uh, over on over on FanDuel's 5700 Dennis Schroeder. Uh, now that you do have, uh, now that you have Anthony Davis out, I think that that's going to be a popular option. I think it should be at least uh, against this Minnesota front court that can't guard me. Uh, I, I, or excuse me, this back court that can't guard me. I'm very very excited to get as much Dennis Schroeder, who's going to have to take on a little bit of an offensive undertaking. Also, uh, I before we get any further, I just want to know: Have you seen Kyle Kuzma's price tag on DraftKings? 
I have not. I'm so excited. Don't look. Don't look. We're going to get there. Power forward, obviously. But I just need you to know that that's in the chamber. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about at point guard? No. Let's hop on over to shooting guard. Yeah, let's do it. So shooting guard over on FanDuel. We'll start over there. Uh, James Harden, 11,000. Uh, obviously, a, 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 it's James Harden. So at the position, he just kind of stands out above the rest, especially with CJ McCollum and Shea Gilgis Alexander out. There is a big jump. You go from James Harden to Devin Booker at 8,300. Devin Booker has been somewhat revelatory the last couple games. Uh, the last six, he hasn't uh, been under 38.7 over on FanDuel. Uh, a couple of those with Chris Paul back in the lineup. I think he's really kind of starting to find that, that groove alongside Paul in the offense he looks a little I mean he looks like that confident Devin Booker he's not like just kind of a uh, a giving giving pathway to Chris Paul, creating and doing all the things. Uh, Devin Booker, definitely uh, more of the offensive guy that we're used to seeing here. So nice to see some upside there. 8,300 against this Brooklyn team. I'm going to have interest against Brooklyn every day. So there's just that. Uh, what I found very fascinating was this Fred Van Vliet just crazy price jump, uh, or sorry, price decrease from 9,300 down to 7,500 over on FanDuel. Uh, definitely brings him into the conversation. A Milwaukee team that's middle of the road, uh, defensive efficiency and is playing at a fast fast pace uh 7500 fred van vliet is a spot i want to get to actually on this slate do you agree yeah uh last time he put up 50 fantasy points against milwaukee i think uh, van vliet is somewhat a model of consistency there i like van vliet i think there is obviously an upside within that price tag. Like 7500 on fandu definitely sticks out 8200 on dk I think that's um right around the ceiling for me for van vliet but we know what he can do when he gets going um, over there on DraftKings, Kyrie has shooting guard eligibility, $9,100. Chris Middleton, another consistent, consi- super consi- consistent guy. He finally came down to earth without Drew Holiday last two games out, but I think we can uh, go to him at 8K for sure. Uh, going back to Devin Booker, I feel like Monty Williams has done some coaching staff adjustments. Well, obviously, the starting lineup change kind of did force Booker to get going since that injury. We love the shot volume. Obviously, he's shooting much more efficiently. Um, north of 50% the last four games. Um, one thing we want to see, I would like him to be obviously more aggressive going to the line, but the way Chris Paul handles things, it's uh, supreme. That Phoenix team looks really, really, really good on both ends of the court right now. And against Portland, I think we can definitely ride with Devin Booker. Some uh, Over there in Fandle, um, some value options to consider. Uh, Eric Bledsoe always gets the honorable mention at uh, $4,800. Hate, hate, hate it, hate it, hate it, and I'm going to be there, and I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And then... Uh, I think some guy, a uh, guy without Anthony Davis, uh, who could get some minutes. And Frank Vogel has said this. He likes playing Talon Horton Tucker. We'll see. I know he's not the direct backup or anything, but there's going to be some extra minutes sprinkled around in that rotation. Maybe it's Talon Horton Tucker who gets um, some extra minutes there. $4,300 in Fando. You should uh, consider him some GPPs for sure. And I think everyone, uh, a lot of people, I think DiVincenzo might be popular just because he's getting. Um, Low 30s, high 20 minutes. And FanDuel, where you have to roster too, he might be some guy to just be like, okay, he's safe potentially. I know it's tough to call someone safe outside of Chris Milton and Giannis over there, but in a six game slate, you should consider him. And I, I believe Desmond Bain is still out. How, how do you think that affects the Memphis shooting guards in Grayson Allen or Dylan Brooks? Both guys who I never really have interest in rostering, but. Uh, so- Bain was getting some consistent um, rotational run there. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind either of them. I mean, Dylan Brooks, 5,300, sure, have a blast. Uh, he will be popular. That's always the biggest issue with Dylan Brooks is that, you know, he can he can spike these random scoring outputs, but the guy just, like, I don't know, he's just never super, super appealing to, um, to like, fire up. I, I He's always popular, so that's, that's the biggest issue I always have going there. I never really, like, goes crazy past 30 minutes with Grayson Allen back here now. Uh, he played that one game with 36 minutes against Toronto. He had it going there, but otherwise, yeah, you'll, you'll once every four games get him to randomly spike a, a shooting upside, but otherwise, just not a guy I'm going to get to a lot. Now, <laughs> that being said, I'm going to another shooting-dependent guy. Grayson Allen, I do like getting to a little bit. Um, I, I guess it's it's just more of a, a steals kind of a thing, maybe possibly on FanDuel. I don't know. And I also like that he's cheaper and will probably be less popular. So I guess those are probably the main two reasons, if I'm being honest. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really like super enthralled with either of them. I think that mid-tier of, of shooting guard and then obviously James Harden up top, I think that kind of makes it pretty easy over on FanDuel. I don't know. I don't want any Brent Forbes. I don't want any... Uh, Wesley Matthews, God forbid. Uh, Bryn Forbes, yeah, just pass. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, obviously somebody that uh, we've talked about here and there. Uh, 24 minutes last time out. Uh, I do expect those minutes to, to go up, and I think you want to be early on him being kind of an offensive producer. The Lakers are going to need to find some guys who can score. Like, you got to replace Anthony Davis. You're not going to replace Anthony Davis, but uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, I like him a lot more than I think Wes Matthews or Alex Caruso or any of those guys are going to fit in. Obviously, Lebr- LeBron can handle a lot of a lot of uh, point guard duty, but like he's he's gonna have to be off the floor in times, and I I bet Taylor Horton Tucker is a guy they rely on. So uh, that's about all I got. You got anybody else? No, I think um, and they both cover more of the Lakers. Apparently, you teased this Kyle Kuzma price tag that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I was gonna say it just broke up a little bit. Yeah, no, the Kyle Kuzma tag it's coming, baby. It's coming fast and furious. Uh, before we get over to small forward NBA packages over at awesome.com/slash/join-nba, uh, starting at four dollars and ninety-five cents. Uh, what's the promotion we have going on too right now, Rain Pack? We got something going, don't we? We just got past the Daytona promotion, oh. so. Right now, uh, this is what happens when you leave for a day. You leave for one day and I screw up the ad read. All right. So awesome.com though, slash join NBA. Uh, I'm telling you, these, these packages are, are phenomenal. We have so much free content firing up for you every day. Uh, I'm doing the tip off show and some late slate, uh, shows for you guys. We've got the live before lock and the deeper dive are two staples of the YouTube channel. Uh, definitely check all of those out, but if you're enjoying everything over there, uh, hit those like buttons and, and subscribe buttons. That helps a lot, but specifically go over to awesome.com slash join NBA. Uh, stop guessing and start winning find a couple of uh find a couple of these packages just try it out for a week and if you don't like what you if you see you know just disappear into the night but i guarantee you you'll love it so uh let's let's get going over to small forward at the top end uh lebron james again on 10,100 over on DraftKings. jason tatum 8700 against this denver team uh there's little defensive resistance there at that position with paul Millsap out michael porter jr gonna have to run a bunch of minutes uh no gary harris no pj dozier uh Denver is depleted, and I, I think that's probably something we should have brought up a little bit. Obviously, that would that would be the Monty Morris. Uh, have you seen a couple of these Compazzo passes too? How fun is that dude to watch play basketball? Facundo Compazzo. Yeah, no, sorry, I, mean, I know you're make, probably on the best. Go ahead. They uh, they probably got the best uh, big man and small man passing guys in the league right now, Compazzo and Jokic. So. Uh, Kapaz has been very, very impressive with those passes. Maybe he gets some extra run. We know Monty Morris. I expect him 
to get more run without Morris if Morris doesn't go, but Composite has been very fun to watch. Yeah, it's been a blast. Uh, just wanted to point him out, too. Uh, it's going to be a very, very shorthanded Denver team, so expect them to be popular sources of value. So, yeah, going down to Brandon Ingram, my dude, facing Memphis. Can't wait. 8,400 on DraftKings. Uh, there is not enough. How much Brandon Ingram is too much Brandon Ingram? 100% good to know. And then uh, Chris Middleton, $8,000. Shooting guard and small forward eligibility. Uh, again, Milwaukee and Toronto playing fast-paced. It's pretty fun. That should be an enjoyable game. Problem is that you want to pay up for everybody and you can't spend up for everybody. So uh, is Chris Middleton in the conversation for you too? Of course, Chris Middleton definitely should be in the conversation just because I like what he's done so far without Drew. I know there's a couple of disappointing games last time out, but I like uh, Middleton uh, quite a bit. Last time he played Toronto, he put up, uh, I believe, 48 and a half fancy points. So he's on the upside versus Toronto, $7,500 on FanDuel, 8K on DK. Yeah, I th- definitely like uh, Middleton quite a bit. I prefer him to a potentially an $8,700 Jason Tatum, but I do think Tatum has a higher ceiling than uh, Middleton uh, in this matchup. So I like um, I like those both of them to a certain extent, but I do prefer Middleton over there. On FanDuel, uh, LeBron James obviously going to be quite uh, maybe, uh, quite popular, 10-5 versus Minnesota. He's going to have to carry the load quite a bit. You know, that's a pretty cheap LeBron James with no AD. $10,500 for LeBron James is a solid, solid price tag, especially for tomorrow. So uh, value options to keep in mind of. Um, did I mention Michael Porter Jr. just because he's uh, a guy who's going to be hot. Uh, when he's hot, he's really hot. When he sucks, he's going to be really cold. Um, just, he played 30 minutes. He went 3 of 11 from the field. I want him to potentially take 15 shot attempts. But it's uh, Fandu, he's definitely in play because you have to consider two small forwards. Definitely consider I like considering Michael Porter Jr. over there. Uh, I mean, Malik Beasley's price up to $7,300 now in GVPs. It's okay. I don't really like playing guys against the Lakers, but with no AD, I think there's some, you're going to miss a potential defense of the year, uh, defensive player of the year candidate over there. I think it's okay to take some Minnesota guys against the Lakers. And uh, like you said, Brandon Ingram versus Memphis, I think is in a great, great spot over there. $8,400 on DK, $8,200 on FanDuel. Seems like a great option to consider for uh, BI. And Jalen Brown, $7,800 versus Denver. Um, the Boston duo is like, it's it's always tough to guess which one is going to go off. But, man, both of those guys have that ceiling for, to you to carry your lineups to the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Jalen Brown makes for a fine option as well. Guys who I really don't like, I don't like a, I, I don't like $4,700 Justin Jackson. I know people are going to potentially go there because of what he's done the last two times out. But he's shooting quite efficiently. I would, uh, it's been very scoring dependent. I think it's time to like not go to Justin Jackson. How do you feel about Justin Jackson and his increased price tag in the small forward position before you go to the power forward spot? I'd rather play Grayson Allen, I think. Uh, but the problem, I mean, 32 minutes, Justin Jackson, who else is going to play those minutes right now? Uh, with all these other dudes out, he's actually him and Kenrich Williams can handle the ball a little bit. Uh, it, it's just a minutes thing, 32 minutes. I don't expect him to keep putting up 36 in these spots. He's been he's been playing a little bit over his head. Uh, 9 for 16, 4 for 4 from 3, 7 for 11 from the field, 3 for 5 from 3. If you were to shoot, you know, under 60% from 3, that would be fun. Uh, and, and 
you know, if you if you were to not have any, it's obviously fun if you have him. But uh, I'll I'll probably be light on him there too. I'll probably as I'm looking at it, these price tags on these OKC guys, fifty four hundred, fifty three hundred. Yeah, I expect Jackson probably to garner more ownership just because he is cheaper, uh, more of a punt, and he's put up some pretty decent fantasy lines. So uh, the box score watchers will definitely be feeding on that one. I'll I'll be light probably. Uh, looking around down here, uh, my how the mighty have fallen. Cameron Johnson is now all the way down to 3,900 over on FanDuel, facing the Brooklyn Nets. If there was ever a time to play the poor man, uh, to maybe spike a shooting upside, uh, go Tar Heels, you know, just fire him up there in that spot. Uh, But probably, I don't know, this is kind of gross, other than uh, Michael Porter Jr., 5,500. I hate playing Kyle Anderson, and now that price tags up to 6,500. But he keeps burning me. Like, do I have to go back and play Kyle Anderson at some point this year? At some point this year, uh, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but he's I don't. Been, he's been he's been good this year. He's kind of evolved this game a little bit. And I'm I think, aware. I think we put we put slow mo too much of a negative connotation. So I think he should be definitely considered. It's a small enough slate for him to uh, give you kind of a floor and a potential ceiling. That's so weird to talk about Kyle Anderson like that. But I think there's some better options to consider in the power forward spot. I think you've kind of teed it off there with uh, Mr. Kuzma. Yeah, let's uh, let's move ourselves over to power forward over on uh, FanDuel. I think I started DraftKings, FanDuel, DraftKings. Yeah, FanDuel. That's math. There you go. Uh, Giannis and Tedekumpo, 11,200. Uh, I'm always here to party with Giannis. Uh, people who faded him uh, the last three games did not win tournaments, probably. 72.4, 65, 68.7. I'm just going to let you know I didn't win any tournaments, but I did not fade him. Uh, I will never fade Giannis, just about ever. Uh, if he's going to play these competitive games, which Milwaukee's been in a lot of lately, uh, you're going to see those minutes get extended, and that's really, really fun for Giannis because, you know, he's basically close to a two-fantasy-point-per-minute monster. I mean, it's just ridiculous watching him on the floor. So 35, 38, 37, 34, the last four games. Sign me up for 36 minutes of Giannis, please. Uh, getting down to uh, Jason Tatum, 9,400 uh, against Denver there. Zion Williamson, who I keep telling people he's going to start putting some offensive numbers together and you wanted to get there. Uh, five games in a row, his raw point totals, just raw points, 29-20, 29-36-26. He is asserting himself offensively, averaging 36 minutes the last three games out. Uh, love Zion, love my Pels. Uh, they're not my actual team, but I love the Pelicans to watch on uh, pretty much every single night. So uh, firing up Zion tomorrow. Oh, and we got to put Chris Boucher in there too. Uh, our Lord and Savior, Chris Boucher, 7,200. Uh, St. Lucia's uh, own finest, Chris Boucher. Uh, how about him at 7,200 over on FanDuel? Yes. Once Michelle crosses that 7K price tag, it gets a little like I would rather like take someone where coach consistency, uh, trust a guy more consistently with minutes. But Boucher has been kind of getting the job done uh, more frequently than not over the past. Honestly, they had a nice little stretch there, but last game was disappointing against Minnesota matchup. You think he'd do pretty well. I think we need to consider on Fanta, obviously, Giannis, Tatum, Zion. I'll make for very uh, interesting options. Uh, Zion, especially taking on his uh, former high school teammate in John Morant um, versus Memphis. He played Memphis, uh, I want to say, earlier this month, and he put up 45 fantasy points. So it's at $8,300. You'll kind of will take it on two games, especially on Panda when you need to roster two if he gets to mid 40s. We want to see Zion pick up those defensive peripherals like he did at Duke. That's what made him so special over there. Uh, like we've talked about it before, maybe it's a training staff thing to ask him to limit those 
um, highlight reel blocks and whatnot. And some spend down options to consider. If you um, are in- interested in Jared Vanderbilt against the Lakers, he played uh, 23 minutes last time. When you give him the minutes, Vanderbilt is a, uh, I guess, Boucher lightning sense in terms of his fantasy yeah. production. Yeah. Uh, so we want to uh, we want to root for it when Vanderbilt gets some minutes. That 4K is a spend down option to consider. Millsap is not playing tomorrow. I think Jamaica Green should be a firm play in many lineups. Forty four hundred dollars against Boston. I like Jamaica Green just because um, we won't have to worry about Millsap, and that's going to benefit some other guys in the center rotation. Maybe Porter gets some extra power forward minutes as well. Keep that in mind. Uh, Jeff Green started today against the Kings. It was a matchup situation. If Green's going to start uh, and Nash is going to play him north of twenty minute, uh, north of twenty five minutes. That price tag uh, should be considered over there on FanDuel. Over there in DK, Porter Jr., $5,800. Uh, just spoke about how he could uh, get some extra minutes with no Millsap. Vanderbilt, 4K versus the Lakers. It's a tough price tag to consider over there, uh, especially when you uh, a power forward spot can cons- uh, consist of a 7K Kyle Kuzma. And, uh, it is there we go. Price- I was waiting for it. I saw 7K Kuzma. Man, Kuzma is so, so scoring dependent. And there has been times when Anthony Davis hasn't played and he hasn't closed. So it's a it, if he's going to have any sort of significant ownership, I don't want to really match the field. I'll be under the field and kind of keep my fingers crossed if Kuzma doesn't shoot lights out type of game. Uh, I feel like DraftKings is, Draft is saving people from themselves with Kyle Kuzma. They've just, like, priced him out of this slate. Like... Yeah. I know with Anthony Davis off the floor, he becomes a thing. And we've seen, you know, as much as 39 minutes in that overtime game against OKC, but like 32 and 26, the last two, uh, no, thank you. Uh, that'll be very interesting to see what his ownership is at that number, because I don't know you t- there's sticker shock and then there's whatever that is. So I, I just wanted to let it be known uh, on FanDuel. He's much more appropriately placed, uh, priced 5,800 over there. So uh, get your exposure to Kyle Kuzma on FanDuel. Um, I guess one guy to bring over on uh, bring up on DraftKings. And I'm just curious. I want to, I want to just see what your thoughts are here, but I feel like Derek Jones jr is a buy low candidate. Um, he played 32 minutes against Dallas last time out uh, in a three point win. So he's going to get the minutes if it's a close game. He's been really, really bad of late. Um, but we saw if you just scroll down to the bottom uh, to his uh, previous five games over on DraftKings, as opposed to the first five that are listed, it looks a lot, re- little bit rosier, 24.25, 22.75, 22.75. No shooting volume really to speak of, but somebody who can get some boards. Uh, obviously, we know the ups that he has, not that that really matters for rebounding, but uh, somebody who who's capable of spiking double-double upside. Do you have any interest in him as a punt? Man, uh, Derek Jones Jr. was very good to me once in my uh, time playing DFS. I nailed him, I believe, when he scored north of 45 fantasy points, Ooh. and I've never got him right since. So, oh, okay. Got it. Uh, and he's so only fit. scored north of 45 fantasy points in his career once, and it was, happened to be the day I was on him. What a beautiful At $3,700, $3, $3, I, I like him. I, I think it's the, uh, one of the cheaper options to consider on this play. We've Kind of not mentioned anyone in the three Ks that we like at all, and Derek mm-hmm. Jones Jr. is the only guy's in the uh, with the salary that has a three in front of that we've been kind of mentioned. So he's going to get some ownership just based on that to be able to jam in some higher priced options. Derek Jones Jr. versus OKC, yeah, I think especially I know he's priced up on Fanduel, but he's very good at picking up those defensive stats as well. So maybe that's the way he gets you there, and it's not many um, alley oop finishes and 
highlight reel dunks. He's going to have to get you there with those defensive peripherals. I, it's an okay price tag, but I think I'm going to prefer paying up for Jermichael Green. I'm okay. finding those extra, extra $600 for Jermichael Green, though. Well, ownership's also a thing. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, Jermichael Green should be very, very owned on this slate. Uh, I don't think there's really any question about that. I mean, who else are they going to play at the four? Like, Michael Porter Jr. is not going to guard a four, really. I mean, he can, but... Oh, man. Yeah. These Denver lineups, I'm just kind of imagining what they're going to look like. I want 25 minutes of Compasso. That's what I want. How about you? I want I want 25 minutes of Bull Bull. Just- <laughs> Honestly, you just trumped me. You just beat me. Uh, cool. Let's finish this out over on center. Uh, let's go over to DraftKings. Uh, you know, finish it out. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, $11,000 up top there. $10,700 for the Lord and Savior Nikola Jokic, who just continues to put up crazy big fantasy numbers. Uh, we see some gaudy ones. We've seen some 80 spots. We had an 88.5 as you look down there against the Sacramento Kings, so that makes sense. Boston, uh, undersized in the front court uh, between either Daniel Tice, Tristan Thompson, Robert Williams, I think, is continuing to be out, but uh, Nikola Jokic should be able to do whatever he really wants to against Boston. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, 9,300, still an advantageous price tag. And now you're taking Anthony Davis off the floor, 31, uh, 32, and 33 minutes. So maybe he plays 34 minutes. That's what math tells me. So uh, Carl Anthony Towns, 34 minutes up against the Lakers without Anthony Davis. I'm very, very here for that. Uh, Zion Williamson, 8,200. Pascal Siakam, 8,100. And then we get down to this nice little mid-tier that I'm kind of looking at. Uh, Al Horford's all the way up to 7K, no thanks. But uh, DeAndre Ayton, 7,100. Oh, my. Like, uh, can he finally get that upside back? And Jonas Valanciunas, 7,600 up against Steven Adams there. Uh, completely going nuts whenever he plays minutes. Uh, I mean, has he played poorly since he came back? No, he really has not. He hasn't put up under 36.25. He's only 7,600. Still feels like a discount. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, obviously, Giannis has center eligibility. Jokic versus Boston, you should definitely uh, consider Jokic. Obviously, Jokic could just put up a monster, monster uh, center performance where you're going to need him on FanDuel and you're obviously going to need him on DK if that, that happens. 10-7 for Jokic. I like I like a 10-7 Jokic more than I like an 11K Giannis, potentially. It's tough to say at things right now, but Carl Anthony Towns is priced like $9,300 on DraftKings and $9,500 on FanDuel. I like that quite a bit. He doesn't have to worry about AD there. And if he has to go up against Montrose Arrow, he's going to demolish Montrose Arrow um, quite a bit. Uh, Ines Kander is now at $8,600 versus his former team. on uh, $6,600 versus his former team. $6,600 is a much yeah. favorable price tag for Cantor. 7K on uh, DK definitely is pretty solid as well. I think uh, DeAndre Rayden versus this Brooklyn front court, he could definitely eat seven. A very, very solid price tag. Uh, I think I prefer to eat into Horford. It's been tough. I know Horford's been getting all the usage possible um, with his depleted OKC team. It's going to be close. I think they uh, kind of project very similarly. Um, it's going to come down to kind of an ownership kind of uh, swap um, type of situation. And I think Montrose Harold should definitely be considered. I know. Uh, he's going to get some extra minutes potentially with no AD. I expect him to do well against this Minnesota front court. I like his price tag, $6,200 and $5,900 on DK and FanDuel respectively. I think it's coming down to a five-man center option of Jokic, Cat, Joe Val, Ayton, and Harold, maybe plus Horford. Sorry to make that a six, but 
No one else really stands out to me. I don't really want to expend below Harrell right now. I guess you can do it for uh, making your roster unique. If you expect Brolo to knock out six or seven triples, that hasn't really happened this year. This uh, Milwaukee team is kind of running a weirder offense with uh, Drew Holiday there. Uh, how do you feel about the center position, and is there a need to spend below down Montrose Harrell? No. There's really not, uh, especially on FanDuel, where you're only playing one. Uh, good riddance. No, thank you. I will not be fading the likes of Jokic and Towns without AD and all these other dudes that are in fantastic spots in this mid-tier. I mean, Valanciunas should garner a lot of ownership there. Aiton's in a good bounce-back spot against Brooklyn, where, again, they're not going to start Jeff Green there. I, I got to assume they're saving DeAndre Jordan tonight to to be able to be in that matchup against Aiton. At least that's my impression of it, looking at it tonight. Um, I kind of expected Jeff Green to start. Uh, not not like the, that was a stone-cold lock or anything, but I knew it was a back-to-back with the Monday-Tuesday Kevin Durant being out. And when I saw that he wasn't in the starting lineup, I just figured they're going to save DeAndre Jordan to go up against Staten tomorrow night. So maybe my DeAndre Jordan interest would be there. Uh, he might get lower ownership because... Uh, he didn't start tonight, and people just don't put the pieces together always. So I hope that news maybe comes out a little bit later because I will probably be over the field on DeAndre Jordan. So just can't, something to have in the back of your mind. Uh, think about matchups. Think about what teams are doing. Like Steve Nash is a basketball player. He's obviously one of the best point guards that ever lived. So I got to assume he's not an idiot, and he has a rhyme and a reason for what he does. So uh, DeAndre Jordan, that was my long way of saying just, you know, maybe have a little bit more DeAndre Jordan than the field or what you would expect the field to have. Uh, anybody else for you? Like Marcus Gasol, 3,900 is definitely a no. Uh, really nobody else that I really want to even like remotely think about. Chris Boucher, I would probably get my exposure to him on DraftKings where it's 6,600. Uh, Montrez Harrell, if he was ever going to do it, wouldn't this be the spot he could actually like not suck uh, at some point in time here up against Minnesota? But uh, haven't seen it yet. Uh, Jeff Green, who, you know, might start, might not. Uh, 5,100 Steven Adams might be the last guy that I'd really throw out there. Uh, he obviously gets the minutes. He's a double-double machine at times. Uh, we, I guess just a double-double his last game after playing pretty putrid. But uh, somebody can obviously spike a 20-rebound upside out of the middle of nowhere. I believe he did that pretty recently. Uh, yeah, against Milwaukee he did. So uh, last guy to throw in. Anybody else uh, as we head out? No, it's going to be a fun um, six-game slate. Six-game slates are always fun with ownership because there's usually much more concentrated uh, uh, higher-owned players, some chalk uh, compared to an obvious 11-game slate, and obviously more games, more options. But it's uh, kind of fun to make those uh, pivots here and there. And in the six-game slate, it's much easier to jump those bad ownership calls uh, heading into the slate. It's going to be a fun one. Check out all the content we have in articles. You're going to see Eric out quite a bit uh, throughout these NBA shows, throughout the NBA day. I'm sure he'll guide you to the promised land. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate the support, and uh, good luck to everyone. Uh, I got a sweat in the $3.33 over on FanDuel. I just want to let it be known. Dwight Howard, get to 30. That's all I have to say. Dwight Howard, get to 30. Uh, and Marcus Morris, chill. Uh, that's going to be all for us tonight, guys. Uh, take it easy. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Catch you later. Ben Simmons has 55. <laughs> and in the third quarter. Oh, God. Let's go. Oh, I love uh, life. I'm really going to regret not.